The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. Welcome into my basement. My name is Chris. This is the EP Podcast. It's brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, and it's 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. Today on the show, we're going to have a beer with John Brand at Open Outcry. We're also going to meet an award-winning chef that is now operating in this area. The Most Holy Redeemer Barbecue Bash is returning, and after taking last year off, I am returning to competition. I have come so close to winning, but I have a secret weapon this year, and I'm unveiling it on this program. And a really good friend of the show, an author, a veteran, on to talk about a big event coming up here, right here in the area, that goes to a very good cause. You can have an awful lot of fun coming up in a couple of weeks. All the details in just moments. The First National Bank of Evergreen Park brings you the EP podcast each and every time that you listen to it. They are my bank. They are my family's bank. They are the bank of the broadcast basement on-demand radio network. And the First National Bank of Evergreen Park knows when you're working toward a financial goal, every little bit counts. That's why when you open up a total access checking account at that iconic building on 95th and Pulaski, you get free ATMs nationwide and a $300 bonus. You also get great mobile and online banking tools. Listen, when they're talking about free ATMs, that means you walk into some place in some other part of the country and you need some cash. And they're like, we charge like $8 for you to make a transaction on this fly-by-night ATM. They pay the $8 fee. Whatever the fee is, they pick it up for you. So you really get free ATMs everywhere. Have easy access to your money. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. Joining me on the phone line right now, Eric Herrera is a veteran who has written a book called The Bomb Hunter's Story, My Life Clearing the Roads of Iraq. He's been on the program before, but he joins us by phone today because, well, normally I would have you down at the bar, Eric, but uh, the house is a COVID hotspot. How are you? I'm doing good, so I guess no cold brews. No, well, I can drink cold brews. They keep testing (laughs) me. They they test me like constantly, and I'm like the guy who won't catch it. You know, it turns out my vaccine works. And uh, even this Delta variant, it, it can't get me. So, and as I say that, I'm sure uh, any minute now I'll get 104 temperature. But right now, so far, so good after two weeks of breathing this stuff in. Now, you you have an important event coming up on the uh, the anniversary of September 11th, the 20-year anniversary of September 11th. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yeah, it's called Gone But Not Forgotten. Uh, it's a memorial softball tournament. It's honoring uh, two former Vietnam vets. Uh, one is Paul Amadio, and the other one's Clyde Brandenberger, who is my uncle, and that I've actually written in my book about. All right, so you guys are having a big charity softball tournament. Where's this thing at? Is, is, I think you told me earlier it's at St. Christina Field. Give me the times, and, and can people sign up? Do they have to bring a team? Can an individual player show up? The team's are already uh, set in places, both men's and women's, but it's mainly a fundraiser uh, at St. Christina Field. It's September 11th. Uh, uh, it will start at 9 a.m. Uh, the fundraising is for USO, 
uh, Disabled American Veterans and the Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, part of the proceeds to this tournament will be going to them. Also, you can make donations as well. They will be at the fundraiser. There'll also be food drinks that will be for sale. There's also apparel that will be available for purchase. Um, a bunch of uh, gone but not forgotten t-shirts and sweaters. Um, there'll also be children's activities and a bunch of raffles going on as well. Also, uh, the Humvee will be there too. So if the kiddos want to come and jump in and try it out, they can. That's awesome. Sounds like a good time on Saturday, September the 11th. Uh, you're going to uh, you're going to have this charity uh, softball tournament. It's It's got a good cause behind it. Uh, people can come out and watch uh, all these teams compete against each other. How long does this thing last for? Is it like an all-day event? Oh, yeah, it's all day. So, I mean, if you've got nothing to do, watch some softball games, do some day drinking, you know, you never know. little day drinking, little day drinking, little softball. That's a good deal. That sounds like a, a fun way to uh, to spend the day. How does it feel for you right now as it comes up now? I mean, 20 years since September 11th, uh, you know, you served this country uh, you are now uh, two decades since uh, really the beginning of the, the modern wars that all kind of stemmed from that one event. Uh, how does it feel coming up to that uh, anniversary for you? That's kind of amazing that it's already been that long. I, I believe I was a sophomore in high school when that happened, and all I remember is over the loudspeaker them telling that the World Trade Tower World Trade Towers were hit. I didn't even know what the World Trade Towers were, but they turned the TVs on in the schools, and we actually saw the second plane hit the building. And all I can remember were um, my cousins that um, are putting on this tournament right now. They were a little bit older than me, and everyone was talking about the draft, and I was more worried about them being drafted into the military. And a couple of years later, I mean, I turned 19. <laughs> I didn't get my life together, so I decided to join. I was more thinking about them and you know what they have their lives in order i'm a little bit of a mess you know I'm, i'll join for my family and represent them so it's uh it's a close thing especially with my uncle who clive brandenberger who's one of the ones that um they're remembering he helped me a lot in my decision to join the military and i wrote about him in my book and one of the things i do regret was that he he passed away shortly after my, or shortly before my book was published, and he wasn't able to get a chance to read it, which I really wish he was able to. Well, if anybody wants to read that book, Eric's been on the talk about it before. A bomb hunter's story: My life clearing the roads of Iraq. Uh, you can check that out at Amazon. Uh, pick that thing up. You can get the hard copy. I want to say that you have like, you know, you can get it digitally and all that other good stuff on there. And then don't forget, over at St. Christina's on September 11th. Go over and watch a charity softball tournament that's got a great cause behind it. Uh, enjoy a day out in the sun. And Eric, you know, I, we say this all the time, the vets, but as we approach September 11th and the anniversary, it feels uh, feels like it means just a little bit more. Thank you very much for your service, my friend. No, thank you. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Let's see what's going on in and around Evergreen Park. Those of you in Evergreen Park have until the 15th of September to get your new vehicle sticker. Trust me, you don't want to stand in line up at the Village Hall. Go online, evergreenpark-ill.com, pay with a credit card, get your sticker renewed. Meanwhile, the Recreation Department has a few spots still left open for preschool. 
Tuesday to Thursday classes open for three-year-old preschool. They did not have three-year-old preschool when I was a kid, but they had it when I had kids, and it's great to get them out of the house. Classes take place from 9 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. That's two and a half hours of peace and quiet. Call the rec department at 708-229-3373 or stop in at the community center where the preschool is, 3450 West 97th Street. One week from the date that this episode drops, Monday the 6th, do not forget that the City Lights Orchestra will be out at 50 Acre Park, 91st and Rockwell. The concert begins at 5 p.m. Then the fireworks at dusk. Remember, the village was unable to get everything together for 4th of July fireworks, so now you're getting them this year on Labor Day. Get on out, enjoy a good time right here in Evergreen Park at 50 Acre Park. Also, do not forget all of the programs and events being put on by the EP Recreation Department. There was recently a show we had in the folks from the Rec Department to talk about some of the great things that they have to offer. The September programs are all starting this week, so if you want to get in on things like archery, soccer for the kids, check out the full book at evergreenpark-ill.com or stop in at 3450 West 97th Street and sign up. In one month, Evergreen Park has their first ever Oktoberfest on October the 2nd. Live music, food, drink, the EP podcast, our buddy John Brand, who we're going to hear from from Open Outcry, going to be out there pouring beer, a seven-hour event from 2 to 9 p.m. Mark your calendars right now. And finally, do not forget, Saturday, September the 11th, it is quick approaching. Memories to go, the village-wide garage sale happening rain or shine. Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie. The event runs from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. And your deadline to apply to have a space out there to sell what you have is this Wednesday, September the 1st at 5 p.m. If you want more information, call the Office of Citizen Services, 422-8776. That's your word on the street. This is the EP Podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. It's summer in Evergreen Park, and right now you're thinking to yourself, where can I get together with family, friends, have some traditional Irish food and incredible cocktails, or just have the perfect pint of Guinness poured for me? Porter Cullen's Irish Pub and Restaurant has fine Irish dining, catering for any event, is family-friendly, and now has a brand-new private party room and video gaming for those 21 and over who want to try their luck at the slots. The beautiful brand-new private room at Porter Cullen's holds between 12 and 25 for seating and up to 30 for drinking. And the adjoining brand-new private gaming room Play games in private and receive service for drinks and food while you play. Go for the corned beef and the fish and chips and pop back and check out the brand new facilities at Porter Cullens. Porter Cullens is located at 3541 West 99th Street. Find out more at portercullens.com. You're listening to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti and I want to say real quick, thanks so much for listening. Uh, the EP Podcast is part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, which not only has the EP Podcast for just Evergreen Park, we also do a podcast called Southside Pod that covers bigger, greater areas of the Southside outside of Evergreen Park. We have a great time doing that. That show just launched at the beginning of this year. It's going along great. And then the big flagship station, flagship podcast, if you will, here on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network is the number one White Sox podcast there is. 
It is the reason why we will have well over a quarter of a million individual household downloads on the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network before 2021 ends. You who listen to the EP podcast have helped out as well, and I just want to say thank you very much. I also want to say thank you to all of you that reached out over the last couple of weeks when I revealed on the show that COVID-19 got into the Lanuti house. I had a lot of people reach out with either a message, a phone call, people sending messages through all the social media that the EP podcast is on, and a lot of you with the comment of, thanks for talking about it, because all you hear is the worst, or you hear somebody who denies that it exists. But this was a real thing, where a family right here in Evergreen Park went through it, and this is how it went. And we brought in a doctor to kind of talk about what was the norm, kind of pick through all the craziness and kind of tell you how it was going to go or how it was likely to go for you if it happened to you, especially with kids going back to school. Now, unfortunately, I missed the Evergreen Park District 124 back to school bash last week. I had promised on this show I was going to be there. I had every intention of going. And then something really crazy happened. Even though we had gone past what was set as like a deadline, like you can't catch COVID if you've been exposed to it as much as my wife and I have been exposed to it, along with the fact that we are vaccinated. We were told, you're completely safe, nothing's going to happen. My wife still ended up with breakthrough symptoms. And because of that, I had to wait to get tested once again to prove that I was going to be okay. And even though the chances of me actually ending up with it at that point, which was like 10 days into this whole thing in the house, were so slim that I was told it was a very outside chance. I didn't want to risk it. I didn't want to go over there and be exposed to the kids or expose them to me. The good news is I'm invincible. I have been tested so many times in the last couple of weeks, and yet somehow I still don't have it. The Cook County Department of Public Health called and were speaking to my wife when I came back from my latest test on Friday, which was 13 days into this. And I was like, put me down on the invincible list, I told her. I've had COVID breathing in my face now for nearly two weeks. My vaccine worked. That probably means that I'm going to get sick any minute now, but it doesn't fail for everybody, and it actually ended up working out for me. The other good news is the kids are all well. Back to school, Monday morning, they've cleared all their quarantine, they have no more symptoms, they're approved by doctors and their schools, and they're back in school, which makes me very happy. My wife is not very far behind, very minimal symptoms with her breakthrough COVID. She gets to go back out into the world in a couple of days. Meanwhile, I was cleared by every single medical person that I could get my hands on, and I was allowed to go out this past weekend, which is good because otherwise it would have just been 30 minutes of me just talking to myself. And there was only one thing I wanted to do once I knew I could leave the house. I had to go get a beer. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. This week on the EP Podcast, we're hanging out at Open Outcry with our good buddy, John Brand. And uh, you look like a relaxed, happy man. You've got the you got the upstairs just popping, where you know, up on the rooftop. you got this beautiful indoor tap room. you got a, a nice menu. We're going to talk about how that might be changing very soon in just a moment. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? It's always nice to see you here instead of the eight-foot oak bar in the basement. What do you say? It's a nine foot homemade oak bar. Stop stop taking away feet from me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's nice to see you. Thanks for coming. (laughs) 
All right, so first off, what am I drinking? Let's talk about it because I enjoy it. It's one of the ones that I really like going to. It's, it's a big board brown. Is that what it is? Tell me about this beer. Yeah, so this is an, this is an American brown ale. Uh, American brown ales are, uh, there's, there's a certain amount of sweetness in that. You're going to get bready, toasty uh, characters and notes in it. Semi-sweet, so it's got a semi-sweet finish, and it's moderately hopped. The, the bitterness, this beer is all about the sweetness and the bready and toasty notes, but that bitterness is going to balance it out a little bit. Uh, this is one of Will's favorite beers to brew, and he has brewed different iterations of the brown ale at different stops in his career, and he's, I think he's won awards with this beer before, and it sells it sells well here, and the feedback's always been great. I've always liked the the English browns, like that's something I really got into even way back before the craft beer scene. Like I drink a Newcastle, and that's this. It, I mean, you mentioned American brown. I can't really tell the difference between an American and English, but it reminds me of that beer, and it's a great like. This doesn't feel like it's high in alcohol. It's it's smooth to drink, and if I'm going to a pub and I'm just going to sit there for a couple hours and drink beer and talk with friends, it's a good option. There's a little there's a, there's a nuanced difference between the English and the American brown, and it's mainly due to sweetness. The American browns are slightly sweeter than the English. You talked about Will Turner. Okay, Here, here's a guy who is a world-class brewer. You've had him around for a while. He puts together a really great beer list for you. On top of having a great brewer, from what I understand, a little bit of a change in the kitchen here. You've got a guy who's won awards that you're bringing in here. Tell me a little bit about your friend here that's sitting with us. We've talked about we've talked about our, our business a lot on your podcast in the in the past, and we've talked a lot about our employees in the past. And we, um, you know, we think we got a great we got a great concept and a great brand and great products here, <clears throat> and that's driven by the people that work here. And I feel very fortunate for the people that work here. We just uh, kind of hit a home run again here recently. So a couple weeks ago, we uh, we just installed a new head chef at Open Outcry. His name is Vince Cassidy. Uh, Vince was a known entity to us. In fact, he put some time in our kitchen here uh, before uh, before becoming the head chef. But we knew who Vince was before he worked here, and we had actively recruited this guy before. And uh, here we are, lucky enough to finally have him installed as our head chef. So we got a, we got an award-winning chef in the kitchen now to complement the beers that Will Turner's putting out. And uh, once again, I feel very, very fortunate, not just with the support we've gotten from this community, but with the team that we're building here at the brewery as well. Uh, I think, once again, it's going to allow us to elevate our entire guest experience. And I'm just really excited. It's been a really exciting last three weeks for us here as we've gotten in the kitchen, messed with the menus, uh, made some tweaks here and there, elevated the menu a little bit, and, and Vince is now going to be the driver for the menu going forward. That's awesome. I want to talk to Vince real quick. I mean, you're interesting, John, but I'm going to I'm going to chat with him for a moment. You well, go with that. I'll, before you talk to Vince, he's a yeah. very, he's a very modest fella. So let me. Well, let he's me, a Marine, isn't he? That's what you're telling me. Well, that's what I wanted. I want to give you his uh, his background. He's a former Marine, um, about 15 years of culinary experience. For, uh, he's done. He's worked in concepts across the country. Uh, he was in Vegas for a time cooking, and I think on, he'll, he'll give you more details on this, but he was involved in competitive kitchen competitions and won some awards out there, and then uh, came back to the Chicagoland area, which was where he's originally from, and um, made his way here. So we feel very fortunate. 
Vince, you're joining a pretty uh, high-end place here on the south side, like we were talking about. Will Turner's a big-time brewer. Uh, you've won some awards before, and now you're you're at Open Outcry Brewing over here at 10934 Southwestern Avenue. How are you, my friend? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Busy, uh, busy Friday. What is this thing that you won? Some national competition. It was like in 2013. John's telling me about this. Tell everybody about what you won. So as I was getting out of culinary school and then uh, transitioning to my professional career, um, I was fortunate enough to be mentored by a lot of uh, great classical chefs. And, um, you know, I was a member of the American Culinary Federation. Uh, They do competitions all throughout the year. Uh, Me and our team wound up actually winning everything all the way up through the national championship. So. So you're in a brewery. I would think that as somebody that creates food, different food creations, different dishes. You are tempted to incorporate the beer. You are also trying to figure out what matches with what John and, and Will are putting out there. Give me a little bit of the process as you're as you're crafting what seems like it's going to be, a, you might keep some of the stuff that was here, but it seems like there's going to be some new options here at Open Outcry. Tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm approaching this pretty delicately. Um, you know, Open Outcry has been here, established in the neighborhood for a number of years now, um, and I'm the biggest thing for me is try not to alienate, um, you know, our returning customer base, but at the same time offer new products, um, new dishes, and kind of push things into uh, a better direction. I got into this business because I love two things as much as my family. Beer and coming on my podcast? Three things. coming on your podcast and then pizza right this place this place i I remember the pizza pizza's a big deal you understand that pizza's a big deal with this guy he's gone through it on the show before he will eat the same pizza every day for like two straight weeks are you aware of this I am. I, I, you know, I heard he once ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I'm not different, John. I'm not surprised by that in any way. Okay, so go ahead. So, so beer and pizza, this place is about great beer, great pizza, great experiences, and a great place to hang out with your friends and family. Uh, Vince, like Vince said, that's not going to change. We're still going to specialize in wood-fired pizzas. That is, that is what we've become known for, and we want to continue to, to drive that. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna see you're gonna see some more innovative, interesting pizzas. All I hear Vince talk about is pork belly. I've been eating a lot. I'm of I'm a pork. fat guy. I like pork belly. I know you do. Yeah. I know, and I've been eating a lot of pork belly the last. Right. Couple and you weeks. like the stock market thing, so you can name it after like pork belly stocks or something, right? I know. He's like my. He, he like writes itself. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> like your spirit animal for food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, it's going to elevate the pieces. It's going to complement the beer that that Will's been doing. And uh, we're really looking forward to uh, uh, to sharing this sharing this elevated food with the Southside community. All right, so let me ask you a question, Vince. Is there a beer or a style of beer that you, as a chef, you go, it's easier for me to incorporate that in the food than other beers? Is there one that you just sit there and you say to yourself, like, this one works? Like th- this one, I can put in the sauces. I can put this one into to like brining the meat. Like, what is there something that you sit there? Maybe something off of John's tap that you've already discovered that you're like, I want to work with this. Speculator. It's pretty much like pretty much I, the most ideal beer for me to work with anywhere. You know, typically you'd want something light, touch of sweetness, um, something that's not going to take over, not going to get too bitter when it's cooked. Uh, Speculator is is pretty perfect actually, which is. You know, it's a great beer. It's our, our signature beer, so it fits well. 
I had to adjust our budgeting in the last couple of weeks because we've because the amount of speculator I've seen going in the kitchen to uh, to to braise meat and to uh, what were we doing? I saw a lot of speculators and onions being braised and yeah we're caramelizing onions and speculator we're cooking our beef and speculator i think your chef likes your speculator how much of that is he how much is he brining himself with your speculator uh, a ton and will's 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 not happy he's a marine you better watch out well now will's got a will's got a brew more speculator now building relationships supporting the community and service these are the things that country financial stands for they're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through evergreen park they're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Things will finally get back to normal next week here on the EP Podcast. You'll finally hear from Hannah again if you've been missing her. We'll have guests back down here at the bar. I'm excited about that. A group of guests that I already know is scheduled and set. We're going to have the organizers from the Most Holy Redeemer Barbecue Bash, that annual event, the ninth annual Barbecue Bash, one of the biggest parties in Evergreen Park, always happens in the fall, in September, and it's happening this year on the 11th of September, that is a Saturday. $20 bracelet in advance, $25 at the door, a BYOB event, all-you-can-eat ribs. And we're talking over 40 competitors, including yours truly. Now, I have come very close to winning this competition in years past, and yet I have not won the fabled red hat. It's like a red cowboy hat or something like that. I don't even know if I'd ever wear the thing. I just want one. They give it to the winners, and I haven't been a winner yet. So we're going to do a little rib trash talk next week because the organizers are also competitors. And that's just one of the things that will be happening on next week's EP podcast. Also, don't forget, every Friday now during high school football season, Evergreen Park High School head football coach Jerry Verdi previewing the game and talking about what happened in the previous week. That will come out each and every Friday on our weekend update. But back to the barbecue bash. Before I got out of open outcry, I had an idea. It was not part of my original plan. So I'm going to grab that audio right now. I'm going to load it up. I'm going to play it for you. An idea that started in the back of my mind and how it may have just turned into the advantage I need to finally win the barbecue bash. I I have a question for you. I want your advice. You're a chef. I'm going to tell everybody about this right now. Coming up. On September the 11th here in Evergreen Park is one of the biggest events of the year. Last year they couldn't have it, of course, just like so many other things were canceled. But on the 11th here in September in Evergreen Park is the Most Holy Redeemer Barbecue Bash, the ninth annual. They bring in, I think this year they've got 46 different teams smoking ribs. It's a smoking competition and they have a champion every year. I almost won. I call my ribs the nearly award-winning ribs as I just fell short of winning a few years ago. I want to win this thing, all right? If I wanted to cook with beer and I wanted ribs, is there something that John provides that he has here that you would say works well with ribs, works well with the sauce? I got to stick with the speculator. It'd be, it'd be a great beer to cook them in, to, to kind of steam, to finish, get them soft. Um, it, it, it's not going to 
take over your barbecue sauce. It's gonna add a little touch of sweetness. You're still gonna taste the beer in it. I think that's probably the way to go. How would I do that? I don't know. You know what? You tell me afterwards because I want to win this year. I don't want anybody kind of stealing yeah, it. Yeah, no, we're not sharing that. But I've got, see, this is my secret weapon. I've got Vince here giving me what kind of open outcry beer that I should be using to cook the ribs this year. And then you, my friend, I get to bring a side dish every year to this event instead of like, you know, potatoes or some kind of like, you know, you know, your basic side dish. Can my side dish be open outcry beer? Are you asking me out on a date? Yeah, I am. I want to win this competition. I, I, you're my rigger. All right, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm coming. I'll be there with you. I'm coming. I'll be there. All right. See, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to come. I'm going to. It's on September 11th. Correct? September 11th. I'll be there. We'll pour some beer. And we'll talk to the uh, find the, the good citizens of Evergreen Park. That's awesome. So now if you come to the barbecue bash over at Redeemer, you get to try the ribs. I'm going to talk with Vince here off the air about how we're going to adjust the recipe just slightly to see if we can incorporate some speculator into it. And then we've got John here pouring beer. And, and forget all of that after you've gone out and you've gotten yourself your passes or marked it on your calendar because we want to see you out there. Get over to Open Outcry, okay? 10934 Southwestern Avenue because the menu while still spectacular with the wood fire pizzas is going to get some let's say improvements that are going to be added here and then also of course it is a great place to hang out and have a beer like this uh, big board brown ale that i'm having that's exactly right thanks chris appreciate it thanks for coming another show is wrapped up another show's in the books another show is wrapped up and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one and we'll see you next week and the dude is basement And the dude is basement Another show is wrapped up Another show is wrapped up Another show is wrapped up And it's in the books Another show is wrapped up Another show is wrapped up And by the looks It's gonna be a good one Nude is basement Broadcast Basement the Nudist Basement The Broad Basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found And always at the eppodcast.com